0: I read two verses. The Word of God says in Hosea chapter 2 from verse 21. Hosea 2 from verse 21, it says, It shall come to pass in that day, that I will answer, says the word, I will answer the heavens, and they shall answer the earth. The earth shall answer with grain, with new wine, and with oil. They shall answer with And this is God talking, I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. And as you look at this sequence, it's simply God showing us here that the spiritual controls the physical. God is saying a man called Jezreel prayed. He prayed to God, and God says He will answer His prayers. And this is the sequence in which He will answer the prayers. God says He will speak to the heavens. The heavens will speak to the earth, and the earth will produce what needs to be produced because Jezreel has prayed. My prayers that today, in a few minutes, somebody will pray, and heaven will answer. Amen. Amen. God will answer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So as you see that the spiritual controls the physical, first it happens in the realm of the spirit, before there is a manifestation in the physical. And the way to access the realm of the spirit is through words. Through words. It doesn't matter what your religion is, it doesn't matter what you believe, but if you understand the power play, uh, then you'll understand that you need to use words. Mm. No one just thinks it that it happens. No, no, no. Uh, although sometimes God honours the thoughts of our hearts, like the Bible tells us. But mostly it is through words that you change things. It's through words that you frame the world. Mm. And God showed us that from the beginning. In Genesis chapter 1, He spoke. He spoke. And as He spoke, things happened. My mm. prayers, that somebody will speak today, and God will show mercy, Amen. Amen. and things will happen. Amen. To change your world, you must speak. You know, sometimes people talk about a quiet prayer. Mm-hmm. And they when they talk about a quiet prayer, they talk about Anna. But um, mm-hmm. what they don't realize is, the Bible says, her lips were moving. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it, it wasn't a silent prayer. It wasn't a prayer. Sometimes, you know, you look at some people, we say, let's pray, so people just stand, and, mm-hmm. and they're not saying anything. From time to time, we, we may ask, why didn't you pray? And they say, I was praying in my heart. No, no, no. When you pray in your heart, it's called meditation. There's no such thing. Uh, words, words rule in the realm of the Spirit. In Psalm 19, verse 14, Psalm 19, verse 14, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, they're two totally different things. The words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, they're acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Mm. So there's a time to speak. And if you don't speak, uh, then you have yourself to blame. Mm. Uh, there are times you have to speak against certain situations, and there are times you have to speak into certain situations. But it's words, it's words that rule. We'll, in John chapter 6 verse 63, John six sixty-three, Jesus says the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So I speak. And something happens in the realm of the spirit. Mm. Like we just saw, Jezreel spoke and God answered. God showed us the, the sequence. I, I was somewhere yesterday and um, I was at the barbers yesterday and I look at my hair. You won't believe I go to the barbers but uh, I have more hair than most. I looked at three four gentlemen and you see that I have more head than them. Um, I was at the barbers yesterday and as I come to the barbers, there's a gentleman sitting in one of the seats. And through the mirror he sees me walk by as I like, greet them. And as I sit, he turns to his chair and he says, Are you a minister? And my standard answer to that is, I'm a Christian. Because all Christians are ministers. So he says, are you a minister? I said, yeah, I'm a Christian. And he says, he's a little irritated with that answer. So he says, are you a pastor? You know? So I look at him and I repeat again, I'm a Christian. And he says, he says he's going to pray for me. He says, you're yeah, a pastor, aren't you? I said, I'm a Christian. He says he's going to pray for me. So I said to him, who are you? He says he's a voodoo priest. You know? I say to him, in my heart, I say this is a battle of the gods. So as soon as he says he's a voodoo priest, two things cross my mind. One is the battle of the gods. And two, how can a voodoo priest see me? And I say he wants to pray for me. So I feel sorry for myself. But God, the anointing isn't coming through. You know? So I say to him, I say, you'll open your mouth to pray, and your tongue will cleave to the roof of your mouth. So that startles him. And he turns around. And I say this smiling, you know, say, you want to pray for me? He says, yes. I say, you'll open your mouth to pray, but your tongue will cleave to the roof of your mouth. So he turns around. And I remember that in Psalm 57, verse 8, the word of God says, I wake my glory. Mm. I wake my glory. Mm. In another version of the Good News version of the Bible says I wake my soul. Mm. So I say I wake my glory. Mm. And then a minute later my father comes in and I sit on the chair beside him, take my cup off, and then I sit on the chair beside him. And as the man looks at me, he begins to apologize. He says, I'm so sorry, sir, I didn't know it was you. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. You should pray for me, I should not pray for you. you know. It was a battle of words. Mm. And as I prayed, God, I wake my glory. How can a good priest and say he wants to pray for me? Mm. You know? I said, "But well, no, no, that's, that's, there's, there's something wrong. You know, less than two minutes later, I sit on the chair. And he turns on, he looks at me. He says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I was amused. I, I was amused. Pastor Seriba and I went somewhere recently. And uh, <laughs> as we were going, we prayed. I prayed. And a gentleman that has, that we both know to be slightly cantankerous suddenly begins to bow and appreciate. we going, we haven't got a clue what this chapter is going to say us do, well. but because we prayed, we get there. And as we're reading, we we're both, we're both talk about how surprised we were. Brethren, if you don't pray, and your situation goes from good to bad, mm-hmm. you have yourself to blame. But there is a God that answers prayers. Yes, in Psalm 49, verse 20, the Bible says in Psalm 49, verse 20, the Bible says, He that is in honor, and doesn't realize it's like the beast <clears> throat> that throat> perishes. So God has blessed us. The Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. The same Bible in First John chapter 4, verse 4 says, He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're born again, the fact that you have Jesus, doesn't mean the world will not throw curved balls at you. Strange things will happen. Mm-hmm. But it's for you to take your position in God. Appreciate who your Father is. Yes. Appreciate the power that you have. Mm-hmm. And use that power accordingly. Uh, permit me to read from First Samuel. Uh, I'll just read five verses from First Samuel seventeen, and then I'll explain one or two things. Maybe read one or two more Bible passages, and then we'll pray. I'm believing that somebody's story will change today. Amen. In the name of Jesus. You know, one of the things the enemy tries to do is steal our prayer lives, mm. and the enemy steals our prayer lives through distractions. You get busy watching TV, and you get busy doing other things, and People are calling you on the phone and you're doing things that you think are important and are not really as important as your prayer life or spending time with God. Mm-hmm. Then it instills uh, prayer lives through distractions, uh, sometimes through frustration. Mm-hmm. You've prayed about something and it seems like nothing is happening. Brother, every single time you pray, something happens. Yes. So you get tired and you just don't want to pray sometimes. And sometimes people pray tired so their hearts are not there. There's no faith in the way they're praying. Uh, so sometimes through frustration, and uh, other times through depression. So the enemy is constantly trying to steal our communication with God. Because therein, uh, our communication with God, therein lies our power. Mm-hmm. Brethren, the one that doesn't pray is the one that will be prayed upon. As in P-R-E-Y-E-D. 1 uh, Samuel 17, it's very wrong, but I'll just read, I'll read five verses real quick. It's talking about Goliath. It says and when Goliath went to battle so from verse 42, 1 Samuel seventeen from verse forty-two, and when Goliath went to Babylon and saw David, he disdained him for he was only a youth, worthy and good-looking. So Goliath said to David, "Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods, rather he spoke words using his gods, small g, to curse David. And David understood what was going on. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David realized, and he understood what we are talking about this morning. That words control, words rule, hmm. words change things in the realm of the atmosphere. Hmm. So he spoke words back. Spoke words back. You know, let's read this one before. The Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And Verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. Hmm. Says this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I'll strike you and take your head from you. And this day I'll give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and on and on it goes that all the earth may know that there is a God in heaven. Brother, my prayers are that through your life, people will know that there is a God in heaven. Amen. You know, that battle was already won at that point. Mm-hmm. Because in the realm of the spirit, things had changed. There was just like a play out in the physical. A man that understood um, the use of words to fight. And it made it seem like he didn't understand. It made it seem like for people that listen, they just thought he was a very interesting fellow. They didn't understand that he understood fully what he was doing. It was a gentleman uh, called, well, the late Muhammad Ali, the boxer. Mm-hmm. The late Muhammad Ali used to, used to torment his opponents with words. He used to boast about how he would take them out in the second round, mm-hmm. and he would, he would boast. Mm-hmm. And all that is in that opponent's head is second round. Second round. He just wants to <laughs> get past the second round. Mm-hmm. And every, well, nine out of ten times, they will fail in the second round. And people used to think this was some strange power he was using. No, he just was using understanding. Mm -hmm. He just simply used understanding. He spoke, he boasted. Words, it doesn't matter. Words had been registered, things had happened in the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And the opponents were all the, they will just get careless, hoping Mm -hmm. to just get past the second round. Mm They'll forget all their training, forget their discipline. And he'll take them out. But prayers that you will speak to things that have spoken to you, things that are trying to steal your joy. In a few minutes we're going to pray. And you'll speak to these things. Mm. And I'm trusting that God will show us mercy. Amen. And as He shows us mercy, uh, things will change. Amen. Uh, somebody's glory will awaken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody will speak and God will show mercy. Amen. Uh, things have spoken to you, you're going to speak back. Amen. And you're going to speak back to authority. Yeah, because they're going to speak back in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Where we have failed, we refuse to carry on failing. We refuse to make excuses for failure. Mm. Where we have fallen short of God's standard, we refuse. Where things are not working, uh, the Bible makes it clear. It says that he will exalt the valley. Mm. It says he will bring low the mountains and the hills. Yes. It says he will make the crooked paths straight. It says the rough places he will make soon. That mm. his glory must be seen. And I am believing God that his glory will be seen in our lives some more in the name of Jesus. <laughs> if somebody will take their rest If Bacchus didn't pray, in Mark chapter 10, from verse 46 to 52, we see the story of Bartimaeus. If Bartimaeus didn't understand the power of words and the power of prayer, he would have died blind. Brethren, mm. mm. whatever is negative in your life, we're going to pray. And pray some more. And I'm believing God that He'll show us mercy. Amen. Uh, we're, we're, whatever is trying to discourage us, we will come against him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, in a few minutes we're going to pray. And I'm believing God that he will turn somebody's situation around. Amen. You know the good thing about God, in Romans 9, verse 16, Romans 9, 16, the Bible says it's not of him that will Yes. Neither is it of him that run But simply God that shows mercy. And sometimes that simply means it doesn't matter how eloquent you are. Mm. It doesn't matter how much scripture you think you know. God answers prayers simply because He chooses to answer prayers. Mm. Uh, That is who God is. You you, you can't warn God. You can't say to God, I have fasted. I will need to fast. You can't say to God, I know scripture. Even though Isaiah 55, the level says His word will not return to Him void. Mm. You can't say to God, my hands are clean. You can't boast before God. Mm. and say because of all the following things, you have to answer my prayers. If he says no, what are you going to do? Are you going to threaten him? You say, God, I'll come up and I'll show you a trick or two. And he'll simply say to you, when you come up, I will keep you here. And he'll see how you can get back there. But uh, we must appreciate that every time he answers prayers, it's simply because he shows us blessings. And I am believing God that today he will show mercy. Amen. You know, sometimes when you're even guilty and you're honest with God, you see, God, I'm mean, in this situation. Because of what I have done. Just show me mercy Mm -hmm. and take me out of this myrrhic. You know who does it? Yes, sir. A few days ago, there was a lady that uh, was in Malahide. There was a police checkpoint. Gary has set up a checkpoint. And really, mostly, what they're looking for is um, road tax. -hmm. Uh, They don't care if your insurance is out. They pretend to care, but road tax mostly. Uh, And and, uh, even NCT, they're not a big on NCT. I think it's road tax. I think they get paid from the process (laughs) of road tax. I think, I think, you know? But her road tax was out. And and as she got there, she realized that her road tax expired two or three days ago. And she prayed, God, please, forgive me. When I get there, just distract them. Sometimes we pray some foolish prayers, you know? But God, you know, because we're children, sometimes God honors this prayer. True. You won't believe that as she got there, the man looked at it and waved her out. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it happens to us. You see somebody. You want to greet the person. And then you walk beyond the person before you realize, oh my goodness, I was going to say, oh, do, you, do you understand that? Mm-hmm. So God can cause a man's mind to be blind for a few seconds. Right. The man looked at the road hands. And on. she was so full of gratitude to God, Mm -hmm. she called and said, I I want to share a testimony. (laughs) It was a slightly dubious testimony. (laughs) I said, but glory to God. God still answered the prayers. Mm -hmm. I tell us that because one or two of us have done things and we're aware we are because of what we have done. But today we will pray. Mm -hmm. And the same God that showed her mercy will show us mercy. Mm -hmm. I'll end by reading Mark chapter 11. In Mark chapter 11, the Bible says, I'll read from verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Mm-hmm. My prayers that all of us here, have faith in God. Mm-hmm. But shortly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. We're going to pray another minute or two. And I believe in God that as we pray, uh, things in the realm of the Spirit will change in our favor. In Psalm 16, verse 6, the Bible says, The land will fall unto us in pleasant places. But before we pray, uh, I'll read two more verses. Carrying on in Mark 11, from 25. The Word of God says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. It says, if you don't forgive, your father you will not forgive. God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, from Job 22, I'll read three verses. Job 22 from verse 27. It says, you will make your prayer to God, he will hear you, you he will pay your vows. It says, you will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you, so light will shine on your ways. When they cast you down, you will say, exaltation has come. Then God will save the humble person. But let's take ourselves to God. And let's just speak to Him. That's simply what prayer is. Whatever is troubling whatever ails, whatever isn't working as it ought to work, let's pray for ourselves. Take ourselves to God. God answers prayers. The spiritual controls the physical. Prayer is simply speaking to God and things being rearranged in the realm of the Spirit. Is anybody here that doesn't have Jesus as their Lord and Savior? This is a good time to invite Him. For everyone that has Jesus as their Lord and Savior Oh, we will pray He will answer prayers some more He's been answering prayers He answers prayers in this parish But we're just trusting that today He will do something extra special We serve a good God Let's take ourselves to Him Let's pray